So, tonight's episode is just called Questions, Maybe Answers. Uh, as I had posted on Twitter, I said, hey, you have anything uh, you want to ask? You'd like, I'll give you my best answer I can. Topics being off limit, no religion, no politics, no money. So outside of that, pretty much open book. If you have anything you'd like to know, I don't care how off the wall or bizarre it is. Um, Bill says he's crafting and hacking is the cyberpunk 2077 equivalent of Skyrim's sneak plus archery. Oh, nice. Hey, Londi, everybody say uh, hello to Londi. Be careful and be nice because Londi's a moderator. Uh, You didn't get the notification three hours late. Yeah, it's nice. Twitch is very good about that. It's very good about giving you the notification uh, like six years later. Um, Not so awesome, uh, to be honest. But good to see you, Londi. Great, uh, Great to have you in here. And as always, great to see you, King Dinosaur 69 and Wild Bill Flint. All fantastic, phenomenal, lovely individuals. Make sure you follow them either on Twitch and or Twitter and or Instagram. Or, you know, like, just lay down and think Zen, think Zen thoughts, and just try to connect and communicate on the astral plane. Londi also says he's down for Call of Duty on Saturday. Nice! Good to get some games in there. Uh, be fun to kill some zombies with the lads. It'll be a blast. Um, I may have some shenanigans to do in the afternoon on Saturday. Not sure. But at least be there in the morning. I don't have anything going on in the morning. So I think I'm going to get up, have myself some delicious eggs, bacon, extra crispy. Is anybody in the chat like sog bacon? I, I don't understand sog bacon. Um, and maybe some coffee. You know, I uh, have a, uh, I had a confession to make the other day. I've been drinking and slightly addicted to this instant coffee. And it's Aldi's instant coffee. I don't know what it is. There's a certain creaminess to it. It's just really kind of smooth, and I really like it. And I went there the other day, and it was all fucking out. So I gotta go back and get some more instant coffee. uh, King Dinosaur says he's all about the crisp. That's because you're a crisp man. Crisp and clean and sexy. Yeah. While Bill says he's halfway. A little soft, but well cooked. I mean, you know, I'm not talking burn it into uh you know burn it into something that you could do cave drawings with but i like a crispy man i like a crunch if i have to chew on it like a leather strop uh no no thank you on my bacon so anybody got any ridiculous questions you'd like to ask just go ahead and drop them in bill made a pound of bacon jesus dude i say that with utmost jealousy because I am hungry after eating a giant pile of meatloaf with a giant pile of hash browns and a giant pile of corn and a piece of bread uh, and some soup and a large coconut water and a protein shake and two cookies and a handful of chips and a Tootsie Pop and a banana for dinner. I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> that's, Bill says, that's calories for two weeks for me. That's calories for about two hours for Londi. Seen that guy? My God, what a specimen. 
What a fucking total unit. Oh my god, meatloaf. They make this meatloaf at the end of the street, and they do it right. There's just the right amount of onion. They don't overcook it. They have a really good brown gravy that they put on there. And I like to eat that typical, I I, I hate to say typical guy style, but I just, you know, I just mash all together. Meatloaf, hash browns, corn, gravy, just make this just pile of slop mush. And then I put fucking Frank's Red Hot Sauce on the top of it. And then uh, just the tiniest, I'm talking tiniest, tiniest, tiniest little bit of mustard. Some salt, mash that all together. And then I could not fit it fast enough into my mouth and down my gullet. Uh... I agree. Too many people grew up not realizing meatloaf was off was awesome. I have a feeling that's possibly because the meatloaf they had was fucking dog food. Um, meatloaf is one of those foods that done wrong, you might as well just you might as well just fucking commit some crimes and go to prison because you'd eat better food. Um, but done right, the meatloaf. Wait, who invented meatloaf? That's not an Italian dish. Black Cat likes to mix up food, too. Everything is better mixed in mashed potatoes. <laughs> okay, the, yeah, your food can't touch, Bill. So certain foods cannot touch. No touching. To the point where I once had those, tr- like, trays, like those plastic, like, lunch trays, so that the food... Absolutely couldn't touch because you put them in like the little sections. Yeah, you know, like a fucking, like you're in a cafeteria. I love those damn things. You could use those and just wash them. And man, I just had like two of them and they were pretty good. And uh, God, I love those things. I don't know what happened to them. I think when I moved, I broke one of them and then I got mad and donated the rest to charity. Yeah, with the dividers. With the divide. Dude, if you haven't gotten a modern, large, big man divided food tray you're missing out it's perfection unless you're eating meatloaf at which point mash everything together into a fucking slop pile depends it depends what i'm eating because i did that the other day with my enchiladas black cat it's true it's true they're all touching pretty soon but i'm gonna go back to a statement by the way cheers to everyone out there i am still consumed i'm on my second fifth of mellow corn I, I don't know what I'm going to get when the mellow corn is gone. Maybe I should go back and get more mellow. Maybe it should just be the official drink of the Cigar Girl Lounge, mellow corn. I don't know. Um, But I got uh, uh, some stories about eating. So the other day I ate my enchiladas and I ate it like that. Rice, the enchiladas, avocado, cheese, tomato, lettuce, hot sauce, just a big old shit pile. Yeah, get it on in there. But regarding your comment about mashed potatoes, okay, so since no one is asking me any preposterous questions, I guess I'll have to revert to a story. When I traveled for work, we went to, I believe it was a Ritz-Carlton in Atlanta and did a setup, and it was me and one of the other uh, fellows there who'd been there a long time, and uh, we got there, we had to do an evening setup in preparation for the morning. Um... 
Black Cat says, I had something on in the background about moonshiners with corn. Mmm. I like moonshine. Oh, Monkey Nips is subscribed for two months at Tier 1. You madman! You madman! Yo! I don't know about handsome, but I am here. This is the... Man, thank you so much. I really fucking appreciate that. Um, truly, thank you so much. Uh, means a lot. And thank you so much for stopping by. So, <laughs> sorry you haven't been around much. Man, no worries. Everybody's busy. Everybody's got shit to do. Londi shows up every now and then because Twitch gives him his notifications three hours late. Brahmi will show up about two minutes before the stream ends and then go, am I late? And I'll be like, yeah, like 58 minutes late. Oh. So, yeah, man, no worries. Uh, as always, love when you're around, but you got shit to do, you got shit to do. I get it. I I feel like today I had so much to do. I feel like the day just... Um, but so we, we get to this Ritz-Carlton. We have a late setup. So we're busting our ass. We're not really getting much in terms of food. We had some problems. We're getting all that done. And we get a, a, one of the hotel staff comes over and says, hey, you know, the venue that was setting this up, they're sorry about the issues from earlier. They'd like to buy you dinner. So they'd like to give you part of the dinner that they were serving down in the dining room tonight as part of their executive fucking dinner or whatever. Okay, cool. Free dinner from the Ritz-Carlton. You know, I'm expecting, like... You know, I'm going to get, like, the best steak in the world and, like, you know, a bottle of champagne and, like, a fucking blowjob. Not that I'm going to eat a blowjob. Then I'm going to get one with the dinner. I'm expecting the tip-top fucking food in the world. So we're like, oh, shit. So we're doing the rest of this fucking setup. And, uh, oh, let's take a dinner break. So we're going to go back <clears throat> behind this AV area. They have a table set up with a tablecloth. And they got fucking, you know, crystal glasses. I mean, it's all it's all done up back there, like tip-top, right? Oh, shit. Sit down. The food starts coming out. I don't really remember what the meat was. It was some chicken thing with a sauce. It was kind of not great, if I'm honest. Actually, no, that's dishonest. It was actually pretty gross. I would have rather have had fucking chicken McNuggets. Not so great. And then they give us like this thing of coffee that tasted like they got it from the fucking gas station. And then there's like these potatoes, these mashed potatoes. It's like, okay, you know, mashed potatoes. And so <laughs> I start eating some of the mashed potatoes. And I'm like, what are these bits? And so I chew on it a minute, and I look up at my coworker, I'm like, are these fucking corn potatoes? Did they mix fucking corn and with the f fucking mashed potatoes? To me, that was like a thing your mom does when she's got like old, and they're like, yeah, just, just put the corn in the mashed potato. It's like, are these fucking corn potatoes? I look at him, and he's eating this chicken mess, whatever the fuck it is. And he has this like disgusted look on his face. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and clear my expression. I'm gonna try and clear my expression. So I look up and I'm like, hey, this fucking corn potatoes. This is crap. <laughs> and I just fucking lost it. 
I started choking on the corn tomatoes. <laughs> Dinner was fucking terrible. Shit, I, I hope they weren't serving that in the fucking ballroom. It's probably they probably charged people eighty dollars for that dinner. I would have rather have had a fucking Arby's sandwich in a a fucking Hostess fruit pie and uh, some Aldi instant coffee. What bullshit? Fuck that. <laughs> Bill says, "Yeah, that's a pen- pantry's almost empty trick." <laughs> God, Arby's does sound good. I go for an Arby's too. Let's see. If I had, if I could teleport myself to an Arby's, I'd right now what I would eat. Given the dinner I had earlier, I would get <coughs> a half pound French dip, an apple turnover. Uh, they still have the sliders. If they do, I would get the corn. Two maybe those little corned beef sliders. Uh, a curly fry. No, they have the sweet potato waffle fries. Sweet potato raw waffle fries, and a large diet Dr Pepper. That's what I would get. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fuck sweet potatoes? No, I usually eat them. Um, but I, I say I, li- I like them. And they burn them just a little bit, so they have like that caramel sort of... Oh, I really, really dig it. Black Cat said, that's cool. They have so many functions, their food is mass-produced. I mean, it would still would have been better than the food of the Ritz-Carlton with their corn potatoes and t- chicken... Dude, I don't know what that was. It had this sauce on it that was kind of greenish. And I'm like, what is this sauce? Like, I I don't ever recall having, like, a chicken meal that has, like, a green sauce on it. I don't know what that was. was I don't know. Maybe it was that green ooze that was leaking out over the freeway here in Detroit. Uh, You've eaten Arby's, like, twice in your life. Sort of like cruise food, like Tom Cruise food, or like when you're cruising Route 66 and you got your top down and the wind's not blowing through your non-existent hair because you shave your head because bald dudes are fucking way more powerful and uh, you get your fucking sunglasses on and you're lean back and it's some fucking ragtop caddy and you got your fucking Arby's. Yeah, you're cruising. I'd love that right now. Oh, I could have a fucking cigar at the fucking drop top down. Mm. George Mahari's. What is George Mahari's? I don't know if I've ever had that. R.A.P. Stream. Why is it? Uh, uh, what? Never mind. Back. It's you, dude. Uh. So much mellow corn. Gotta love it. Um, Black Cat, what is George Mahari's? Is that like a restaurant? Um, what am I drinking tonight? This is the second fifth of uh, mellow corn that I've re-oaked. And I'm about quarter of the way through it. So I have to start preparing and planning for my next set of booze that I'm going to drink every night another week. Uh... I should go back to that same store and see if they've restocked their mellow corn. Mellow corn may be a staple. Hey, Brahmi, good noon. See, he made it. Uh, he made it. I lied. You were not 58 minutes late. Uh, good to see you, brother. Thanks for stopping by. Black Cat, he might have been in Route 66. That was, I, can't, I forget that that was a show. How could that have been a show, though? This is like one road. I mean, do they have that many adventures on the one road? Do they, like go off the road or they just like stay on the freeway Brahmi, you did make it 
Um, by the way, and again, go slow and give me time to answer if you're going to do it. Tonight's stream was titled Questions Maybe Answers. If you have any question you would like to ask me, I will answer it to the best of my ability. Just post it there in the chat. Off-limit topics are religion, politics, and money. Outside of that, anything you want to know, I will give you my best answer as best as I can. Otherwise, I'll continue to talk about corn. Maybe that should be it. Maybe it should just be. Maybe it should be corn. Uh, cut in and out. Religion and what? No politics. No religion. No money talk. Just like they say at family gatherings, those are the three things you're supposed to avoid talking about. Except nobody avoids talking about all that. Bro, you swear it cuts every time I go to say it. All right, I'll switch it around. Money is in cash money. Politics as in I can't fucking stand that shit anymore. And religion. Hmm. It's cutting out a few times. I don't know why. That's very strange. On my end, I'm not really seeing much in terms of frame drops. Can we talk about if I'm the asshole in a situation? Well, then you're not really asking me a question. You're just telling a story, and we're all sitting and listening to you, so no. Unless it's quick. You can you can do a quick story, as long as you're not typing like 800 books like you did last time. Otherwise, sure. Um, <clears throat> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. I'm curious. Just, you know, don't type a novel. We leave the novel writing to Bill. And then I read and narrate his stuff. Something weird happened today that will affect phones. I'll check. Huh. Question. What do I think about sons and daughters talking back to their parents? Well, I think some of that depends on the age of the son and the daughter. And I think it depends on what you mean in terms of the severity of talking back. However, at a certain point, much like my parents used to occasionally tell me, why you live under this roof, you follow my rules. And that's kind of that. And if you didn't like those rules, you either got no allowance or no ability to use things like the nice television or computer or whatever else it was. So there's a little bit of a uh, exchange there. I also think while Bill's statement of the I brought you into this world, I'll take you out also sort of applies. Now that being said, at some point and at some age, and I don't know what age this is, perhaps the age is when you're old enough to move out on your own, you become your own person, and if you want to say whatever you want to your parents or to anyone at that point, then go ahead. Um, I feel like just because you have been biologically created by someone does not necessarily mean that they are a great role model and or father or mother, quote, unquote. I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of people who should never have had kids and treat their t kids terribly and abuse them and everything else. And so, hey, like at some point, uh, at some point, anyone can put down enough cash on the table of shit to buy themselves a fuck you. So, there. I hope that answers your question.
<clears throat> Here in Asia, when you talk back to your parents, you will be disrespectful to them. I mean, I had some friends who were Filipino uh, growing up, and yeah, their parents were very strict. I had um, I had a lot of families I knew where the parents were very strict, and any sort of back talk to your parents would get you slapped, grounded, so on and so on. Um, here in the U.S., that's because it's a little bit more of a mix. Um, you know, it's it, it it's hard to it's hard to say, but you know, there's there's a component of respect, even though you can disagree. But there's some times where it's hey, um, you know, if you were if you're a mate on a ship, you follow the captain. You might not like what the captain's doing, but he's the captain. So, um. Monkey Nip says, all right, so I play magic every Wednesday with a few dudes at a card shop. There's this one dude who always will go for me first, and it's kind of annoying. Today, he started going for me and then switched to someone else when they played something somewhat strong. The next turn, I had an opportunity to either help him and kill the other two players or just kill him. I fucking marked him, even though it also set me behind. Am I an asshole? No. I mean... A, I'll, I'll say why, and some people may dispute this, it's a fucking game, so no real harm or damage really occurred to anyone, so you lose the game, you lose the game. Sometimes, even though you might scrape your knuckles, you just need to punch a dude in the face, because he's fucking said some, said some shit, so no, you're not an asshole. Guy, uh... Guy wants to fucking feel like he's uh, putting one over on you and you got a chance to fucking knock him on his ass and you took it. So, nah. I don't think you're an asshole, not in the slightest. Nah. I, I mean, Bill's answer is succinct and clear and clean. Nah, fuck him. I don't know, he kind of felt bad after, only reason he asked. I mean, I mean, here's the thing, because you could say, yeah, maybe you feel a little bad afterwards because that wasn't the smart play and because you gave in to revenge and you gave in to vengeance and wrath and blah, 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 blah. And maybe you should, but that doesn't make you an asshole. So the technical were you an asshole in the situation is still no. Right? Uh, Brahmi, okay, I'm going to read these out of order. Black Cat says, I'm back. George Maharis was in Route 66. Couldn't find an article on the cell phone thing. Yeah, no, no. T technology fucking, uh, dude, today was a, a fucking mess. I don't really want to go into that. Today was just a technological goddamn nightmare. Brahmi says, what is my favorite drink? My favorite drink is honestly coffee. And I know that sounds very basic, but I would give up every other drink if I had to, if it meant I could continue to have coffee. I'd give up booze. I'd give up beer. I'd even give up my beloved grape juice. I had a cold glass of grape juice today. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot I had with dinner. I had a tumbler of grape juice that was about that big, fucking delicious, just ice-cold, delicious grape juice. I would give that up, too. I'd give up all of that if it meant I could still have coffee. Now, Monkey Nip says he doesn't like how coffee makes his piss smell if he doesn't drink enough water. 
Sometimes I love that. I love coffee pee. Sometimes when I have a really nice, good coffee, and then I pee, I'll be like, shit, that makes me want to have another cup of coffee. And then I go have another cup of coffee, and I repeat, and it never ends. And then you get the fucking shakes, and you're like, man, you're all strung out and shit. Brimey says, how about my favorite alcohol drink? My favorite alcohol drink is rye whiskey. Hands down without pause. I'd give up all the rest of that uh, if I could still have rye whiskey. And my favorite rye whiskey is Rendezvous Rye by High West. Recently, in second place by a close margin, is the Griffin Claw rye whiskey that I had that was made here near Detroit. Spectacular. Um, favorite cocktail. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the favorite cocktail. For those of you listening to this as a podcast, you're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. As a old, broken down, slow old man who has to get up for work tomorrow and worked out for like two and a half hours, I say no. I tell you what, though. I will take a large drink. How about that? Um, <laughs> oh, you're infinitely better shape than me. Broken down my ass. <sighs> to answer your question earlier about my favorite cocktail, though. My favorite cocktail is a cocktail called a Jungle Bird. And a Jungle Bird is made with several types of dark rum and various fruit juices I forget 100% the recipe. Where I get it made is a place nearby that very much is like an old speakeasy. They use fresh squeezed juices. They make their own simple syrups. They make their own bitters. It's a real craftsman-like place. You can't go in there and get like a scotch and soda. You can't go in there and get a Red Bull and vodka or anything like that. They only really, they, they serve handcrafted cocktails. They tend to be a little on the expensive side, but they also tend to be very strong because they don't dilute them down with just like sodas. Um, yeah, I mean, Red Bull and vodka is good, but you just, you don't go there for that sort of thing. Brimey says, a jungle bird. Yeah, I didn't really mean. Wait, that's got a weird name. Sounds like a road movie. Jungle bird. Coming this summer. Two men. One with one eye and the other with half a hand meet up with a strange, mysterious woman on Route 66. Will they survive the impending attack of the crab monsters? Find out in Jungle Bird, coming this July. All right, let's take a big drink. Everybody got their drinks? All right. Meet up with Hope and Cresby. Um, Londy <laughs> burned his mouth on his coffee. Now I'm gonna get the sweats because that was a that was a pretty big gulparoo. <clears throat> yo, yo, you're dying from Manhattan. I do like a good Manhattan too. If you want to see a hilarious video, a hilarious video. There's a video on YouTube called Making Tasty Treats. Uh, it's this woman from Mahalo.com making 
an old fashioned and a mint julep, and the guy reviews her cocktails, they're hilariously awful. She goes to dash the bitters in there, and there's no bitters left in the bottle, so nothing comes out. And then she makes the mint julep. It's just like a pile of leaves, and it just, like, plops into the glass. Fucking hilarious. Uh, check that out. It's really, it's really fucking funny. Um, there's a pub near you that makes perfect Manhattans. Wild Bill wants smoked penicillin. What is smoked penicillin? Is it a drink? And then F. Press F to pay your respects. That's his most recent favorite cocktail. Bill, can you tell me what's in that? King Dinosaur likes brain tumors. God, you guys in these drinks. What the fuck is this shit? I'm drinking this happy, fun thing called the Jungle Bird, and you guys are drinking penicillin, brain tumors. What's Monkey Nip's favorite drink? Going to be fucking ass cancer? And then Black Cat's going to be like, oh, I prefer fucking creamy vagina crabs. And then Londi will be like, oh, my favorite... My favorite cocktail is a parasitic eye infection. Fucking what the fuck? <clears throat> Silent Killers. Your favorite's Manhattan. Your parents' your favorite. I do like Manhattans, though. Really nice made Manhattan. Your parents had a small cocktail parties, old fashions. Tom Collins. I haven't had a Tom Collins fucking ages. Or a vodka gimlet, either. Looked more like an eyeball. And <laughs> he says, what the fuck? Hey, that's what happens. I'm a... Off-the-cuff, on-the-fly, creative, weirdo, bizarre guy. Isn't that why you come here? It was your godfather's mother's favorite. Drank like five to seven of them at your cousin's wedding for an 80-year-old. She can keep it down. That's pretty respectable. Mad props there. Fucking, jeez, toast to her. Fuck. Mmm. Bill comments, scotch, lemon juice. Honey ginger syrup in an Elay float. Huh. Actually sounds pretty fucking good. Scott, what's in your brain aneurysm or whatever it's called? Looks <laughs> more like an eyeball. Uh, Brahmi, what about you? What about your favorite drinks? You know, uh, we could ask the same questions back to you. What do you think? Do you have a favorite drink? Um, you can't remember. There's a blackout night. What is Tanduay? I don't know what that is. Can you tell me what that is? Why am I a blasphemer? I didn't blaspheme nothing. <laughs> Elay. No, I'm going to pr- intentionally pronounce it wrong. Just like I'll often say Kanaifi. And uh, what else do I intentionally say wrong? Uh, there's something else that I intentionally say wrong. You should be able to send links. If Nightbot screams at you, I'll just time them out and then I'll I'll open it back up. Black Cat likes gin and tonic, just something else the old-timers drink, just plain stuff. Sitting on the stoop. I like that. Don't time out Nightbot, why not? It breaks it? I don't care. Fuck Nightbot. Nightbot can pound it up its ass. Maybe it's broken. It doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to break it. <clears throat> um, no, I like, Is, I like Islay, just like I like um, uh, Quesadillas. And armadillos. 
I like make I like opposite stuff. Somebody was talking about the word league and like the way that the word league is spelled and like what a mess of fucking letters that word is. Like if you're trying to learn language and you saw that word, how the fuck would you know how to fucking pronounce that? What a disaster. Um there I go. Okay, I'm going to click on this. Hopefully it doesn't destroy my shit. It's like a Oh, it's rum. Oh, that looks delicious, man. Oh, shit, I'll take some of that. That looks spectacular. I'm a big fan. Um, Londi says, Only a handful of rum makers in the world are over 150 years old. Since 1854, Tandway Asian rum has been creating a spirit as intriguing and its silky smoothness and elegant flavor is the essence of the mysterious East. It remains one of Asia's best-kept secrets and among the world's most decorated spirits for generations to come. I should get paid for that. What do you guys think? Uh, you're drinking Kirk and Sweeney with some syrup from your brandied fruit. And by the way, if you ever, some things, if I don't know how to pronounce it, I will ask you and then potentially say I'll butcher it. If you ever hear me obviously saying something wrong, it's because I'm an, I am an asshole and will do it on purpose. (laughs) Tasty as hell, but needs some. Black Cat made up a saying in the 90s. If something was extremely cool, it was Del Nero. You were talking about words a minute ago. And now I'm on drinks again. Well, we can go back to where... Black Hat, you're allowed to ask whatever you want. This is the question and answer episode. And the only person who's really asked... I mean, we had Brahmi ask questions and we had Monkey ask some questions. I'm surprised I didn't get any off-the-wall shit from Londi, King Dinosaur, Bill, or yourself. I mean, it's open invitation. Del Nero? Deal? Deal? Nero, Nera, Deal Nera. I don't know what that. I don't. That sounds weird. Black Cat. Wink. You can't hear the wink on the podcast, so I have to say wink. What does my nose smell like? Oh, I'll tell you. Um, the inside of your own nose smells disgusting and the reason I say that is because for a little while this part of my nose did not work and I had to have surgery to correct that now when and before I had that happen the air flow would get blocked off and then occasionally would open a little bit and when that would happen because typically the inside of my nose would be blocked off it smelled like fucking rotting skunk I mean it was just disgusting smells like it smells like fucking hot garbage. It smells like it smells like a 99 degree, 99% humidity summer day in fucking New York, which smells awful, by the way. I don't care what you say about how much you love New York. It smells like piss and barf in the fucking summertime. Um <clears throat> and trust me, there's days where Detroit doesn't smell great either. The city that makes its own sauce. 
New York smells great, fucking great outside the city. Yeah, when you go upstate New York, it's all trees and forests and mountains and shit, of course. Uh, so the inside of the nose does not smell great. At least mine, typically, I feel like doesn't smell great. But also, because I am a snotty boy and my nose runs a lot, especially when I it's cold or I'm eating or whatever, it tends to flush. So otherwise, my nose smells kind of okay. But when I have that blockage, when I had that blockage, it smells like rotting bacteria. Awful. Fucking disgusting. Monkey Nip says, dude, honestly, I drove through New York for fun the other day. It was so fucking gorgeous with the fresh snowfall. Yeah, the city like that after fresh snowfall just looks fucking awesome. Black Cat says, Coney residue. New York does really smell. Smells like melting tar and hot onions. <laughs> New York smells great in the UK, too? Wait a minute. Okay, so what does it smell like in the UK, Londy? you got to come up with a great description. A great. No, not the city. You'll never find me in the city. I thought you meant the city. The So, D- Detroit. So, Detroit is weird because there's parts of Detroit that literally look like it's set work for The Walking Dead. But then you'll get, like, a fresh snowfall, and there's something super beautiful about it. Um... I love that city. It's just kind of fucked. Uh, Brahmi says, I only smelled the New York hot dog, but the real New York? Not yet. Well, just don't go there in a super hot, humid summer because you... It's, uh... Like you took a gym shoe that everyone in the gym wore all day without socks and then stuck it in a bag full of hot garbage and used diapers, boiled it, had somebody eat it, and then threw that up. That's what New York smells like. Uh, Sorry, punk rock references. You like saxophones. I do like saxophones. If you want to visit New York in the summer, go to Finger Lakes region. Zachary played the saxophone? Did he? Did he ever play it on the show? Or the Adirondacks? The Adir... The Adirondacks? Is it freaking hot in New York in the summer? It can get. Is it hotter than here in the Philippines? I don't know about that. Philippines, you guys, you're like a, you, I mean, it's like a steam cooker over there. Although, God, it was so fucking hot here in Michigan this summer, too. We had, like, a streak where I don't think it was below 90 degrees for, like, fucking 90 days or some shit. And the only time it was is it's like, oh, it's. 100 degrees and super humid, and then there's one day where it drops down to 87, so, up, oh, it's below 90, and then the next day it's back up to being, like, 400 fucking degrees, and it's as moist as an armpit. Uh, Bill, wait a minute. New York high is usually around 100 to 105 in the absolute hottest days. Then Bill says, it's awful. The heat radiates out the concrete at night. It's so damn bad. Black Cat says, does really smell. The supermarket smelled like old blood, not saran wrap. God, that's a great fucking description. I love that shit. Uh, Four degrees Celsius is normal temp here. Average New York summer day is probably 82 to 87. That's the hottest days here. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's not as consistent. It's very streaky. Like, it'll get super, super hot, and then bizarrely, it'll sometimes be very cold. Um, 
But this summer was just brutally, it was brutally hot here in Michigan and uh, super humid too. You can't just, like, you're sweating all the time constantly. Uh, It's just fucking fucked. And as somebody who's already hot and sweaty all the time, like, I'm sweating right now. It's cold here. It's like, it's fucking, what, 18 degrees or some shit. And uh, I'm sitting down in my basement wearing linen pants and a cutoff t-shirt. I'm sweating. So there's that for you. Was in PA for the summer. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Yeah, and when you get a lot of those trees, you get that just ever-present, it's like a sticky humidity. Ugh. You had to put shoes on your dog last year. It was burning her pads. Oh, no! So I had the inverse of that story. I had a neighbor who left their dog outside when I lived in my condo, and their dog's pads froze to their fucking concrete patio because they smoked a whole shitload of pot and fell asleep inside their house and left the dog outside and the dog didn't want to go out in the snow snow and because they didn't have the little doggy door thing open it stood on their little concrete pad and you hear all this yelping because its pads like froze to the fucking concrete uh yeah i called fucking animal control on those people because fuck you fuck you i don't care yeah maybe that makes me a snitch but you know what don't be a fucking cunt you stupid asshole you're lucky i didn't go over there and beat the shit out of you you can't remember everything you must have played it on the show i'm not going to go into details but you saw zachary play the sax live oh that had to be fucking badass um i mean i bet you that was a i bet you that was fucking great Bill says, yeah, don't fuck with dogs. Don't fucking fuck with dogs. I'll fucking cut you. Yeah. Be nice to the little guys. Or, uh, you're not going to have a good day. Courtesy of me. So, cats on the air. Nah, you know, I like cats too. Look, don't abuse fucking animals. Don't fucking abuse animals. Be nice to animals. Um... You know, we had we had a we had a cat that very much kept uh, our family company, especially my mother, when she was very sick, um, when she uh, when she was going through some of her uh, treatments, and um, there'd be days where you know she and that cat would be asleep in the easy chair. Now she would tell you that she hated that cat. She hated it. She oh it's dirty and she didn't like it and whatever. But then when you weren't watching. They were kind of best friends. She'd want to admit it, but they kept her company. Um, <laughs> better than Steven Seagal. Yeah, because I don't want to have Steven Seagal curl up on my lap when I'm not feeling good. Nobody wants that. Well, fucking fuck your fucking nuts if you fuck with dogs. Yeah, dude. So fucking see you like abusing a dog, kicking a dog around. Like, I'm going to fucking peel your... What I'm going to do is I'm going to peel your arm back like a fucking banana. I'm going to start at the fingers. I'm just going to peel all this back. And then I'm going to dip that into a nice fucking salt solution. And then when you start screaming, I'm going to take some pliers. I'm just going to crush your teeth in your fucking mouth. That's what I'll fucking do to you. 
Yeah, fuck animal abusers, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? And you know what? If you don't want the fucking animal, give it to a shelter, or at the very least, just go let it out in a forest. But don't fucking, like, leave it chained up in your goddamn patio where the thing's infested with fucking sores and the chain is, like, grown into its fucking skin and shit. Fucking what the fuck? <clears throat> oh, I get to hang out with a good boy. Let's look at- oh, let's look at this puppy. Is it a puppy? I hope it's a puppy. So, I was on a, uh... <laughs> oh, look at those ears. Oh, that's a good boy. That's a good bubba. He's a failed police dog. He was too nice. When he was told to bite the trainer's arms, he would go up for pets. <laughs> Fold my eyelids. That really freaks people out. Can I do that? No, I can't do that. My, like, my eyes are kind of, like, small. They don't, like, I can't do it. Um, My cousin can do it. I can't do it. I can move my nose like a rabbit. Oh, failed police dog. Going for pets. See, he's just a snuggler boy. He just wants pets. What a good boy. I was on this team's call today. I'm talking to this guy. And in the background, I just hear this. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, it's, it's you know, he was at his parents' house. And he's like, yeah, it's their cat. Their cat, when it wakes up from a nap. We'll walk around, and for about 10 seconds, we'll just, like, meow. And he's like, yeah, and then, like, he doesn't really want anything. He's just, you know, he's got some shit to say when he wakes up. And he meows for a little bit, and then he just quits, and he just goes on his uh, goes on his way. Yeah, it is gross. That inside of the eyelid thing, it's going to make my eyes water thinking about it. <laughs> eh? Oh, shit, you think I look like Bruce Willis? Fucking A, man. I wish I, uh, I wish I had Bruce Willis's looks. Or his money, anyway. Monkey Nip says he would lay his head in his lap, or you pet him, then bury his head in your chin while his back stretched. Oh, what's the uh, what's the dog's name? Monkey Nips. Bill can do it with his hands, but his uncle can just squeeze his eyes closed and they pop over. <laughs> no. Seriously, it's gonna make my eyes start watering thinking about that. No. Connor. Oh, good boy. Cheers to animals and to the little friends, the little guys that keep us company and raise our spirits when we don't feel good. And uh, be nice. Be nice to your be nice to your little fellers. Oh, Lonnie says, imagine if he went asleep and his eyelids just went back. Yeah, like he's having a big dream and he, clink, he like squeezes his eyes and his eyelids just boop. And then you walk by and you look at him and his eyelids are just fucking inside out. Then you can see that little sliver of glistening eye and it's all moving around. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. You'll finish your drink to that. Nice. Cheers. It's about time you get a couple of knucklehead puppies. Yeah, get to, get those failed, failed police dogs or whatever, you know? Like, fucking studs are awesome. Fuck this eyeball shit. I agree. Somebody ask me some other question. Ask something else. Because uh, we got, like, five minutes, and then we're going <laughs> to stop this madness. 
Although, you know what? I don't even fucking care. Mellow corn. When was the last time I went on a nice walk through the woods? That would be October. Second week of October. Um, there's the there's a park nearby and there's a there's a nature there's a nature trail, a nature preserve part of the park, and they have this really neat trail that goes off and it's just a deeply wooded area. And uh, there's, like, little ponds and stuff back there. You know, and they even have signs that says this area, like, you know, it, it's not necessarily maintained. There could be debris on the trail, whatever. Please be courteous and respectful, you know, nature or whatever. Man, it's very primordial feeling back there. It's super cool. It's a super cool nature area back through there. Uh, super quiet. Like, you just get that super cool, you know, sort of feeling with that. Previous to that, it would have been when I was in West Virginia and did that uh, whitewater rafting. And they have some pretty big woods and forests over there. So um, those are two great walks. Uh, and I, I, that's the one big thing that I don't like about winter time. You know, if it was even in the 40s or 50s, man, I'd go for walks all the time. But it gets so brutally cold, uh, I, I just don't really enjoy that <clears throat> so much. Um you know, like my sinuses get bad and uh, it backs up to my ears and I get like, I get earaches that are bad to the point where, um, th- man, they almost make you want to drop to your knees. Like, oh, tell you have a bad fire season. You get to, when you get your walks in now, how can you tell black cat? I'm curious. You need to get some new boots. So you can go hiking. You miss winter hikes, crunching snow, second only to crunching leaves. That's very true. You get that nice fresh snow crunch. But socks, too. Double up on your socks. Get a liner, get a nice thick winter sock, and get a solid boot, and your feet will taste stay toasty warm, and you won't get a frozen ghost toe like I did sleeping on my couch. Um, What's my best smell? You mean the my favorite smell or the best smell that comes from me? very windy lately and you haven't had enough snow ah well that's that's fair that is that's true you always wear a pair of thick boys and some normal socks underneath layer or man's best friend in the winter except for me i just wear like a sleeveless t-shirt and a poncho and then i call myself captain punch londy my favorite smell okay this is gonna sound weird but i have a couple of them fresh coffee obviously i love fresh coffee Fresh coffee is number one. Number two is VIP pipe tobacco. The, the smoke and from VIP pipe tobacco. Mainly because my dad used to smoke that a lot when I was younger. And there's something earthy and rich about it. Really love it. I also love, and I don't even have a particular brand, but when girls wash their hair and they have like freshly shampooed hair, and there's something about the scent of a slight bit of oil and sweat and shampoo. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's very, there's something very alluring about it. <clears throat> and then past that, it would be, can you guess? Coney. 
God, I love the smell of a fresh coney. Baking oatmeal cookies. Okay, wait a minute. Brimey says, we don't have snow, but you wish there was a snow. I mean, have you ever seen snow, Brimey? Have you ever actually been in, like, deep snow? King Dinosaur says, hell yeah! Mmm, baking oatmeal cookies, cinnamon, vanilla, baking. Lonnie says, what the fuck, dude? Mine is fresh cut grass, coffee, and tobacco. Those are all good stuff. Fresh cut grass, like, it's weird, because sometimes it smells really good to me, and other times I can't stand it. Um, Monkey Nip says, uh, dude, so not sure if it's known, but I'll play on both sides of the court. When a dude is wearing some nice cologne, mm-hmm. Oil and sweat and shampoo. I think it's the smell of newly rebound hair. Um, coffee, unsmoked marijuana, orange groves, pine trees after... Pine trees after a thunderstorm. That's a pro move right there. That's a great fucking smell. Also, monkey nips, I smell phenomenal. I know how to put on a cologne very well. Sometimes, like today, so I shaved my head after the gym. My head, Look how shiny it is. So my head is super smooth and shiny. I use this really nice aftershave. So I smell amazing right now. Uh, (laughs) the smell after it's been raining a summer storm like a summer thunderstorm there's something about the way everything smells afterwards just love it um i love the pine pine trees too the orange groves brimey you say you haven't seen a snow only in movies uh fresh oh banana cake you guys quit talking about fucking food. I'm so goddamn hungry. I'm going to go upstairs and probably eat, just devour my pantry. I can't eat. It's too late. <laughs> I'll go upstairs and make like a full fucking breakfast. No, probably have probably have some almonds. Meh, I had like 900 dinners. I know, I know, and I'm still, I'm still hungry. Mm. Um, Brahmi, man, I would, you would be snow after fresh snow. It's strange, and especially if it's, if there's been a heavy snow and it's still snowing, there is this present quiet because everything is insulated with the snow. And then because the snow is falling, it's also making sound waves that would occur in an ambient fashion even more quiet. There's nothing more quiet than, well, that's not true. You could be somewhere where there's like a nuclear bomb or some shit went off. But when the snow falls like that, there's this quiet that's nothing like it. Um, you know, Like Londi is saying, he, he says, I love it after heavy snowing when there's no cars on the road. There's no cars, like it's just really quiet, and man, is there something that's ethereal, uh, beautiful about it? Like it's an ethereal, uh, like this mystic beauty uh, when there's a really good snowfall like that. Love it. We we've had a couple that came close here in Michigan, but not a whole not a whole lot. Uh, we haven't really had like a, a full heavy snow yet. I don't know. Maybe we won't. Maybe. Uh, well, Black Cat says she gets like that, too. And Brownie says, when you live in a farm, and when it rains, and after the rain, you can smell the cool... Great, I just got a pop-up that blocked my fucking window. 
Thanks. You live in a farm, and when it rains, after the rain, you can smell the cool breeze. Yeah. Like, there's that earth, rain, ozone kind of smell. God, I love that. And when you're up by the Great Lakes here in Michigan and there's a storm like that, there's something about the the way the the lake water and sand and everything else smells. It's amazing. God, it's so it's so cool. Uh in a vast flat area with few people, windy snowstorms can be frightening like getting lost at sea. Well, yeah, it it bla- it it's uh it's a whiteout. You can't see anything. Uh, it blows around like that and you try to open your eyes and it blows in your eyes. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can get totally lost. I mean, that's stories of, uh, pioneers, settlers, and I would imagine even people in some modern times, you get out there and you don't know where you're going. You'll get lost in the snow and freeze to death out there. Londie says the smell of your local crackhead. No, I know what cracks. I know what crack smells like. Crack smells fucking terrible. Yeah, you go down town, you go into certain areas like that, and absolutely crackhead. But or while crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, but you go you go up north by the lakes, and uh, it it smells amazing. You don't smell that at all. It's uh, very fresh. You'd be you'd be you'd you'd be amazed at it being a lake. I mean, you go to the you go down on the shore, and it's endless water. You know, if you didn't know any better, and you're somebody who walked out to that you would think you hit the end of the continent maybe because all you can see is water as far as you can see. Basically 180 degrees in front of you, horizon to horizon. It's just fucking water. And it's not an ocean. So I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of a less structured episode today. I had a topic queued up. I didn't feel like talking about it. And uh, it was a busy day. It was a mess of a day. So I just wanted to chill out and chat a little bit instead. I'm thankful that tomorrow is already Thursday. And that we'll soon be moving into the weekend. I can't wait to play some games on Saturday. Hey, structures for squares, man. Like, you and your white-collar, necktie establishment, you're, you don't even know. Did I do good there, King Dinosaur? I tried. I wasn't really from that generation so much, so I didn't, (laughs) but I tried my best. Black Cat says, I was working at an IHOP in Colorado Springs in the 70s. Awful blizzard. You got stuck there for a day. People stuck on the roads took refuge. That's uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, the, ooh, I got a B minus. I'm okay with that. That's a that you know that's passing. Look, as long as I didn't get an F, I mean, shit, even a D is still passing. Wee. <laughs> so, I was going to. So, so did you sleep on the floor, Black Cat? Where did you guys all just like sleep in there? Did that turn into like a giant seventies drug-induced suck and fuck in there? I'm sorry, that was rude. Did you guys have a giant orgy there? That's a little 
That's a little more respectable. Who slept? I don't know. <laughs> Blondie. <laughs> yeah, I bet they got all hairy and sweaty in there, and it just turned into one giant sucking fuck. Uh, I haven't been, not with Mr. Rothstein, please. Uh, I don't know Mr. Rothstein, but he sounds like he's not one of those sort of guys that you want to quote, 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 unquote, quote, 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 party with. Did I match up my quote and unquotes? Because if I didn't, I'm going to get a compiler error, and then I'm not going to be, never mind. Bill, you'll get that. Uh, anyway, the, the, I should, like, I was going to go for Cigar Walk today because it was like 45 or something, uh, uh, right around five o'clock-ish, but I had just a bastard ass of a day I needed to, to go to the gym. Um, but I will say this, you know, this continues a little bit of the cigar story from the other day. (laughs) It looks like Alan Sherman. Ugh. You know, it's not like you're a guy who looked like, you know, fucking James Brolin or like, uh, Telly Savalas. Um, but I had a, I, I had somebody hit me up on Twitter that I've talked to and he's like, hey, I, um, Got my wife to try cigars, and actually she liked it, and they're going to try a few more, and so they were rolling around some suggestions for that. And I went on and I bought a, I don't even know necessarily, I got to look, do more research on who makes these, but found a good buy on some, um, some cigars where they've massaged the leaves, um, with basically coffee. Um, and so I ordered those. I'm going to try them out and, uh, we'll see how those go. I may end up seeing if he wants me to send him a couple of those. And then, um, I think if those are good, I may buy a second lot of them. And, uh, I want to have those have the, I want to have a couple of those, uh, with my cousin too. Um, at some point, but you know, he, we're, we're trying to do the respectful thing there. We don't really want, his kids to, to see that because, you know, we don't, we don't want them to, to like, they, I don't think they'll understand the context and the difference say between cigars and cigarettes. So we want to try and keep a good role model sort of scenario there. So black cat says it cut out at the important part. What a, Oh, the, the Josh Brolin and, uh, who else did I say? Uh, no, not Josh, James, James Brolin. Uh, who else did I say? I can't even remember. Smell of corn is my mind going. Wild Bill says you can't do the flavored ones. I Like, some of them I can, some of them I can't. It depends on what I'm doing. It depends on the cigar. Telly! Telly Cephalus! God, I'm an idiot. How did I forget that? Who loves you, baby? You're beautiful. Um, some of them I can, some of them I can't. Um, you know, I'm like... I kind of like all kinds, and uh, yeah, I've had some that I was like, "Ooh, gross," 
Especially the ones where it's just like it's just on the cap. Like it's crap tobacco. It might as well they may as well have just swept up the fucking backyard and rolled it into a fucking cigar. And then oh we dipped the tip in some fucking sweet shit. And like, dude, fucking this is terrible. But some of the ones where it's still a high quality premium tobacco and they actually infuse it either in the filler or some of the binder, and it's not just a, a sweetened dip on the foot of the cigar. Some of that I actually am okay with, and some of those I actually I, I, I can enjoy, especially with a cup of coffee. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm very much uh, very much with my cigars like I am with some of my beers and some of my bourbon. Even the stuff that I necessarily don't love, I will still enjoy, and I will still partake, um, especially if it's free. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Free cup of coffee, free beer, free bourbon, free cigar, free coney, free hamburger. I'll never turn any of that shit away. Um, unless it's... This is going to incense maybe some people. Unless it's Jack Daniels. I really just don't like Jack Daniels. There's something about it. It gives me like the worst headache. And it, it's just... I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. Jim Beam. Jim Beam over Jack Daniels. All day. If you're drinking that sort of a bird, anyway. <sighs> Jack's for mixing. Yeah, but I could just use Jim Beam for that. I could still just go I could still just use Jim Beam instead. I think Okay, it's 13 minutes past the hour. Any other questions you would like to ask or any other silly things you would like me to talk about? I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I may go back to the topic I was going to say today. I'm not 100% sure. I was also thinking I might do another drawing episode because I thought that was hilarious and it was a lot of fun and it was very fucking silly. So we may do that. We may do a drawing episode tomorrow. I'm not sure. I had something else that I wanted to talk about, but as much as I detest the idea, I may need to do some research and get some show notes for that. Now, if you want to help me with that, I would be open to some help. So what do you say? My eyelids look heavy. A little extra drink. Well, that, and like I said, I I had a ball buster of a fucking work day today, and I lifted weights for like two and a half hours, so I'm pretty wrecked up, but I'm really hungry. Like, I'm like super hungry. Like, I could eat. I could fucking eat. I'm contemplating going to the fucking slider shop and getting some hamburgers and a hot dog and fries and maybe a piece of pie, and I'll come home and eat some freeze-dried pineapple. On a protein shake. God, how many calories can you eat in a day? Uh, drawing stream. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I I thought that was funny. <laughs> Lots. Lots. Like, literally a lot. Like, you could buy a lot and be like, here's your food. There's that movie. The movie I was talking about, The Platform, where you're supposed to, like, they have the food and you're supposed to pass it down. That wouldn't work. Bullshit, dude. I'd eat all the fucking food. 
I'd eat the whole fucking thing. And then you know what I would do? I would jump down the hole, and I'd kill the people down there, and I'd roast their ass up, and I'd eat them like fucking coney dogs. And I'd do that all the way down. And then I'd look up, and I'd be like, you son of a bitch is up there. You better be goddamn glad I don't have a fucking ladder. Because if I did, I'd be coming up there and make your ass fucking food. So you better hope that when they recycle this piece of shit that I'm not up there. Because I'm coming down. I'm going to clean out this motherfucker. And then I'll be the last person. Then I can eat the food every day without impunity. Sorry, that was more uh, vitriolic than I intended it to be. But Brahmi's going to be lurking. He's just going to eat a chicken roll. Dude. Dude. You got to share it with the rest of the class. Hey, Deli Pop 11, new follower. Good to see you. Thank you so much for stopping by. I really do appreciate that. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are chilling out and having a relaxing evening. Uh, myself and a lot of the rest of the folks here in the chat are having a drink and chilling out and relaxing at the end of a hard day. So I hope that this stream finds you well. Thank you so much for the follow. I really do appreciate that. Because, see, I got to go back. You know, I, I, I do these now where they're staggered. So the podcast upload is done 24 hours. So the episode that we did last night should have just went up and got published out on the podcast feed while we were talking here. But I have to set up and get set the one for the next one. Oh, you have a funny story about the IHOP. Tell it. Tell it. I want that. We'll do your funny IHOP story, and then that's going to be it for the evening. Because now I can't stop thinking about food. I'm looking at that chicken emoji that Brahmi put in the chat. God, what's chicken? What's everybody's favorite way to consume a chicken? Go. That's my question, and you get the fucking answer. While we wait for Black Cat to publish her IHOP story. Slim's, wait, Slim Chicken's Strips. Is that like a brand of chicken strips? Is that like a, like a, is that like a thing? Or do you mean just like Slim Chicken Strips? I don't think I've ever heard of that before. But sounds good. Who doesn't like a chicken strip? Man, like... Look, you can make all the jokes you want about... Ah, I want my tendies! Dude, I don't give a fuck. Chicken strips and chicken tenders are fucking delicious. Fried chicken is just amazing. Man. <sighs> Roasted chicken. <laughs> now I want broasted chicken really bad. Black Cat, I'm going to read this... In a way, she sounds kind of like the beginning of this sounds like the scene from When Harry Met Sally. And uh, who's that? Meg Ryan is acting. Oh, no. Oh, God. The Vietnam vet cook told me he had to teach me how to be a good waitress. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's probably not how you type that out, but that's how I've chosen to read it. Let's read it a different way. Oh no, oh god. The Vietnam vet cook told me I had to teach me how to be a good waitress. That's all I'm saying. 
Why am I not a voice actor at this point? It's fucking bullshit. Fried chicken from Southern Kitchen in Tacoma, Washington. Best soul food ever. <gasps> that sounds so good. My God, I want... That sounds fucking delicious. Oh. And then you get those little, you get those little, those little buns, those little square like buns because they're hot because they're in there with the chicken. You put a little pad of some butter on there and it just melts on it. Black cat is laughing. (laughs) Look, that's half the point of this whole thing is to make you guys laugh. I, I hope you laugh. I hope you laugh all the time at the, well... I hope you weren't really laughing at, like, the 9-11 episode, because that wasn't funny. But most of the time, I'm hoping that you're laughing at these shenanigans. Again, the whole point of this is to lighten the day and lighten the mood and have some fucking fun. (laughs) Black Cat can't stop laughing. (laughs) Which one was funnier, the Meg Ryan sex read or the Marge Simpson cigarettes, uh, Virginia Slim's lights read? the little coin purse you get the little coin purse that you repurpose as a cigarette purse you put your virginia slims and this lighter that you've lit in about eight thousand times in there and like if it had a decal it's all rubbed off the marge simpson read <laughs> you guys like to party Chicklets, some chicklets in there. I'll chew a piece of gum before I get close to you boys. That's going to do it. So, for reference... When we started this nightcap, the bottle was about was about here. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my mellow corn. Run out of my mellow corn, guys. I <laughs> I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta go buy more mellow corn. So, I hope you all had fun. Again, this was a bit of a lighthearted episode, given the gravity of some of yesterday's episode. And, of course, I am not going to talk about any serious, I have, okay, I'm not going to quit right yet. It's not 1230, maybe I'll go to 1230. I had somebody send me some, some Twitter DMs, I won't name a name, but they were mad at me because they asked me some political stance questions and said, that they didn't like the fact that I didn't tackle any serious issues on this podcast, and that's why they weren't going to support it. And then they said that they felt like because I wasn't answering and responding to those questions that they felt they already knew the answers. I chose not to respond to any of that. And what is great is that that particular person then blocked me, and I said nothing. 
<laughs> I'm going to finish this particular episode with a phrase that I absolutely love. And if this person has listened to this podcast, this isn't meant to be an insult. So before you rage and do whatever, don't take this to mean that you... But the, the, the phrase I love is, sometimes the trash takes out itself. And that being said, the glass is empty, the nightcap is over. As we say at the end of all of these particular episodes, stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit. Will we be back again tomorrow? Yeah, of course we will. Maybe we'll do drawings, I don't know. But we'll be back at 11 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, like we always do. If you're wa- listening to this, I was going to say watching. If you're listening to this as a podcast, that's the end of the episode. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're doing well. Good night.